the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. All righty. That's what I'm talking about. Friday edition of The Ride Home. I heard a rumor. What's that? That it's going to be 67 degrees tomorrow. Is it? Is that right? Is it? I mean, I heard someone say that on the elevator. It truly is a rumor because I heard it on the elevator when I was coming to work. Yeah. And I thought, no, can I insert myself into these people's conversation and say, what? Are you kidding? Are you making that up? And But I decided that that would be rude. And so I didn't say anything. And now I'm just left to wonder. No, no. I, I think that it's spot on because we're having new windows installed tomorrow. And I was worried about what that's going to be like. Right. But I feel pretty good about it. So I checked the weather earlier today. It will be in the upper 60s, if not 70 degrees. You know what else is thrilling? Hmm. And Mike, I think you might be upset about this, but I I feel like this is the perfect time to tell you. The halls are coming to dinner at my house tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Woo! Pass the salt and pepper, Kathy Emmons. Very nice. (laughs) Yeah, you got to like that. I say... I sang that song last night like it was my whole job. Of course you did. It's the best song ever. It's a great song. makes you happy. It sure does. You have to come over for dinner. Yes, I'm excited. So we got a group of people coming over tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mike, yeah. I feel sad that you're not in that group. Yeah, Mike. I'm sorry. I, but I, I, I don't want you to think that you're not wanted. Okay. Well, here's the deal. If Mike shows up, it'll be like our son showing up. <laughs> right. That's a little t- something your children don't want to be I mean, privy to. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm blowing you guys off or anything, but I have other plans. Oh, we're not, says, you're not blowing us off because we didn't invite you. Okay. All <laughs> just right. saying, that's all. Just grazing in the grass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's Careful. probably too late anyway, but I feel like I should tell you both anyway. Tell me what. Your weekend has begun. Oh, yes. Yeah. Six minutes past the four o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. Truly all is right and well. At least in this corner of the world. Oh, gosh. It's also National Deep Dish Pizza Day. Oh, yeah. Meh. What? Meh. meh. Real? No, what do you mean, meh? Meh. I don't like deep deep, deep dish pizza. Really? Mm-hmm. It's way too doughy. All right, now tell me about this. It's it's too thick. It's too chewy. I, I just don't like it. It's too It's excessive. It's like eating a gigantic soft pretzel again and again and again with sauce See, on it. See, that's why I love it. I don't like it. Give me a thin crust any day. Thin crust pizza. Less you, is more here. You sound judgy. <laughs> I don't care if I'm judgy it's, it or not. It seems like there's a, there's a moral el- yeah. element yeah. to what he's saying. Well, no, it's I'm, like when AOC starts was, talking about what? something. It's like you can tell there's like this deep like moral outrage inside like, you. What I like and what I don't like. Did you choke on the thick crust? No. Back, back then in front of a pretty girl when you were in no. your teens or something? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> a deep psychological wound. Yeah. No, I'm just saying it's too doughy. That's all. I don't like it. All you guys right. like you, okay, you want well, some deep I, dish? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I thought that I would dislike deep dish pizza when I took my first trip to Chicago a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Oh, yeah. man. But I went there and I was shocked. Shocked, I tell you. 
at how much I loved it. Yeah. Listen, it it's not just the doughiness. It's the fact that there's like a flavor explosion. It's so – it was very, <laughs> very good. A flavor explode. Holy smoke. Was it, Now, Uno Pizza is a Chicago pizza. No. Yeah, it is. No, Okay. No, Uno, the original Uno. Okay. The original oh, okay, Uno. the original one. Okay, yeah. the one on 22? No, no, no. It no, tastes no. nothing like That's what I franchise. had in Chicago. No. Right. But Uno, like, you know, the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would say if you had me pick which one I prefer, I'd definitely go with the flat. Like, the, I like thin a super crust. thin crust. But I loved what I had in Chicago. And I went to a famous place. I, I said to somebody on the street, where do I need to go? Yeah. And they said that you need to go there. And so I asked three other people because, you know, I'm not going to trust the first person. Sure, sure. You know, you travel into a city for the first – I'd never been to Chicago until a couple of years ago. Anyway, they all said the same place. Really? What was so it I called? Was like, See, now I feel badly. Okay. I have to look okay. up my photographs. Nice. It was fabulous. No kidding. Yeah. I, really right, I mean, it. I'm not going to say – you know, someone said, hey, you want to slice a deep dish? Especially if we're in Chicago, you'd oh, say yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. I'd be happy to. Yeah, you'd do that. But as a go-to, nah. Now, New York style? Deep dish or no? Chicago, Chicago is the deep, deep dish. dish. Yeah. New York is the thin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Which would you prefer? Always the thin. Always the thin. Thin. Yeah. Mike, I like the thick crust only because this is what I do. I I purchase Olive Garden's salad dressing, and I dip it. I dip the crust in that salad dressing. Okay, oh, that's, that's delicious. So yeah, that's that good. is delicious. The best salad. dressing. You can buy ever. salad dressing Olive Garden. I didn't know really. you could. Italian Village. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's really good. Again, to be I honest, Giant Eagle. that's probably the best thing at, Al- at Olive Garden. I think I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, I agree. yeah the salad is the best thing you can get mm, at Olive Garden. Yeah, and the fact that it keeps coming is wonderful. Umberto's. Umberto's. Mm-hmm. Keith Condrick told us that. <laughs> Thank Umberto. you, Keith. Thank you, Keith. Yeah. I feel like it began with a D. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of vague. <laughs> but maybe it wasn't very. I have to look, I have, I'll look up my photographs in just a minute. Okay, very nice. But right now I'm doing a radio show, so yeah, I don't yeah. think I probably should. Okay, so deep dish t- t- was today National Deep Dish Pizza Day. Mm-hmm. Who comes up with this? I Is don't know, a- but I would like to celebrate it. By having do. a deep dish? Yeah, but. Where? I don't Who know. Who knows on Twitter? Where, where would you do that here in Pittsburgh? I don't know. Vincent's? Mm, that's not Can really a deep it? dish. It's thick crust, but you can't call it deep dish. No. I was, wait, wait a minute. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. This is not this is not Chicago pizza. This is the Detroit style pizza at the place in the Federal Galley. Oh, oh, oh have yeah, you yeah, been yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. No. Oh my gosh, That's people. Thick. Have you been there? I have been there. Isn't it delicious? It's fabulous. Don't you love it? Yeah, okay, really I'm looking it up right now. Listen to me. Fabulous. What <laughs> 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 the heck's going on, Johnny? Hey, John Holtz. Wait, no, it wasn't. Okay, first of all, the one at the at the Smallman Galley is Ironborn. Okay. Okay, that has, they've opened up a new location, I think. I believe I'm right about this, in um, Millvale. It's hard to keep up. But the Federal Galley is the one that yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I went. That's the one you went to, I right? I did, too, yeah. It was the one. Not um, that long ago, as a no. matter of fact. Okay, I'm looking it up right now. It is so. It's Detro- What's the difference between Detroit pizza and Chicago pizza? All I know pizza? is the Detroit pizza and I'm sure people who know this are about to you know, wreck their cars thinking, I hope that they say the right thing. <laughs> they're, they're co- they're, it's cooked in, um, in big pans that are made of steel. Steel? Steel pans. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it's excellent pizza. It really is. Okay, restaurants. Wait, I'm mm-hmm. looking at it. I, okay. I want it to. Michigan and Trumbull. Whoever those two people are, I love them. Michigan and Trumbull, They're, what is that? The, what, those, that's the people that make the pizza in oh, the Federal Galley. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the restaurant in the Federal Galley. The white pizza, 
I might have to stop and get it tonight. I love it that much. I'm, really? I had not thought of it until the last five minutes. Like it a, is so delicious. You like a white pizza? I love Me a white too, yeah, pizza. Yeah. I'm sorry. Where is this again? This is in the Federal Galley mm-hmm. on the north side. On the north side. Okay. Yeah. That's one of those restaurant incubators, you know, where there are four restaurants that are trying to get a foothold. And right. so they, like each, a mini food court, they each pay better. rent. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a nice food court. So you go to any restaurant you want and you all meet in the middle. Right. You know? And you've I love been there? that. Inside? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it very compact and small like... No, no, it's kind of spread out. Not at out. all. Okay. It's spread it's nice. out like you eat at like big picnic table. Your things. kid could run around. Good. That's what yeah, I'm saying. you should go there. And you should also, the white pizza is very good, but the pepperoni has warm honey on what? top. What? Mm. That sounds really good. It's pepperoni good. pizza <laughs> with warm <laughs> honey. You Holy will smokes. cry. You will cry. Really? It's National Deep Dish Pizza Day. We should have that. We should mm. all have that for dinner. For dinner? Yeah. Michigan and Trumbull or Ironborn. Wait, it's Friday. I was going to have fish. I was going to have, you know, go to a local fish fry. Well, all right. I'm just saying. Now I feel bad. No, don't I'm feel bad. It's fine. Every Everybody Friday, have... my, my wife and I have pizza. Do you? Really? Every Friday. Really? We don't, we don't know that because he's never asked. No, invited us know. over. But he's not coming to your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's new Mike? I don't know. Turn up the music, my friend. <laughs> coming up next, is it time for a return to common sense? Please say yes. Roger Olson. Next on the right home. WORD. I'm Keith Stevens. Join Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Elizabeth Hasselbeck shares about her journey through television and her place in life now. I went there trying to figure out what I was made of without all of my support systems. And what I realized was I'm not made of much without the Word of God. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith tomorrow night at 10 on 101.5 Word FM. WORD. Spring is in the air. Spring is everywhere. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse. And spring is a great time of year on both our farm and our store. It kicks off with farm tours, and we just love sharing our farm with all those precious young folks. Graduation party season and wedding and shower season start up now, too. So my sister Jill and her catering crew are on the road in our red Springhouse vans almost every day, delivering homemade country cooking to families all over the Tri-County area. My brother Sam and his farm guys are busy this time of year planting corn and pumpkins and hay, along with getting the cows milked and fed two times a day, too. The Springhouse store crew loves serving all the families that come to visit to enjoy our homemade lunches and suppers, to take a zing down our hillside slide, and to top off their experience with a Springhouse ice cream concoction like a strawberry ice cream shortcake. Come see us and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse. 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is getting you customers and which is a waste of your dollars? Contact us at Salem Surround. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports, and instantly move your advertising to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Salem Surround. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Robinson Township Christian School celebrates a 40-year legacy of producing college-bound, lifelong learners whose lives are marked by wisdom, knowledge, and a compassion for others. At the airport area's only K-12 classical Christian school, students grow to love learning, think deeply, and communicate effectively from a biblical foundation. Robinson Township Christian School, now enrolling preschool through 12th grade. 
at rtcsonline.org. Love one another as I have loved you. That's what Jesus said, but it's going to take a lot of prayer to make it happen. Join us Thursday, May 2nd, as we celebrate the National Day of Prayer, 6.15 p.m. at Christ Church at Grove Farm. An hour of music, prayer, and exhortation as we call on God to move in our hearts and heal our land. Free and open to the public, come join us for this special one-hour kickoff celebration to mark the official start of the Pittsburgh Prayer Conference. Details at wordfm.com slash prayer. If you're paying any attention at all today to the world, not to us in particular, but to the world in general, and you're a person of some, I don't know. Gravitas. I don't know. Education. Wisdom. Age. Probably age. Because I would think if you're over 40, maybe Mm -hmm. 45, the world that you once knew, that you took for granted, is not the world that we live in now. It feels as though we've fallen off a cliff. Is that just unique to this generation? No, I believe if I'm going to place a blame, I'll squarely place it upon social media and the phone that's in everyone's pocket and our need for expressing half-baked ideas of which there is little theological or common sense around it. That's kind of how I feel. What about you? I've wondered if every... Well, for example, so my aunt and uncle just got uh, iPhones for the first time on Monday. Okay. And I was talking to them today at lunch, and I was, you know, it's hard for them to, they're, they're trying to make the transition. They've never had a smartphone before. They're trying to figure it out and whatever. And I said to them, I've often wondered if their generation is the generation that experienced the biggest technological jump that we'll ever have. As far as getting used to something when they were retired that they never had when they were working. You know, they didn't have iPhones when they were working. They're both in their 70s, right? And I wonder if every generation after this is going to have a little bit of an easier time technologically because the jump won't be so extreme. Or am I wrong about that? I don't know. Look at somebody who was born like in 1900. And all of a sudden there was indoor plumbing, electricity, motion pictures, television man on the moon that's a right. huge that sweep. Is, it is a huge sweep you're right but it and living in that could have been disorienting but as far as managing it yourself oh right yeah i wonder i mean indoor plumbing once you got it it was it's a pretty easy mechanism to figure out sure. when it comes to us to a smartphone it's a lot I guess it all depends upon how much you buy into it. Now, you know, someone who's in their late 60s or early 70s, do they care enough to go on their phone and look at news or they like on Reddit or they, you know what I mean? They're probably not. So what kind of impact is that going to have on someone? Well, but if they're trying to figure out how to deal with, as they were, Verizon user support (laughs) and they need to find, they need to find their pin number and they're like, What's my PIN number? Forget it. And then uh, the only way they can sign up is if they go online, but they haven't gone online on their phone yet because they've never had a smartphone and their old flip phone, they couldn't go online. They had to go home and use their computer for that. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, it like snowballs. And that's just the nuts and bolts. Exactly. Not to mention the cultural conversations that we're having that are just getting to the point where you feel like, 
Where am I? I'm out of touch. I'm living in a bizarro world. Roger Olson is back with us. Roger joins us uh, as the uh, Foy Valentine Professor of Christian Theology of Ethics at George W. Truett Theological Seminary at Baylor University. He's got a place at Pathios. He blogs regularly at pathios.com. His article, Is It Time for a Return to Common Sense? Roger, welcome back. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you for having me on again. And I was listening to your banter back and forth, and it reminded me of a YouTube video that um, anyone can find and watch. It's called Medieval Help Desk. And it's about a monk who's sitting in a monastery sometime in the Middle Ages, and he's never seen a book before. And so the, the help desk IT person is coming in, and they're both in robes, and you can tell it's a monastery cell. And the, the IT guy is trying to help this monk learn how to use a book. That is and so the monk good. And saying, well, 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 wait a minute, though. What if I turn it you – know, what, what about when I get to the end of it? How do I start over? You know, and, and the guy keeps coming in the door and helping him with the book. <laughs> that is funny it stuff. It is hilarious. Excellent. Um, okay, but so is – first off, my question about technology. Do you think this generation that I was talking about with my aunt and uncle, my mom and dad, do you think that's the generation where they are sensing personally the biggest bump in technology? Well, I don't know. It's hard to say, but I certainly feel that that learning curve is very steep for me, and I do rely on my IT people a lot and uh, have them on speed dial, whatever that is. Most of the time, I can't even find that on my phone. Mm -hmm. It is difficult. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a huge leap that we've taken. And then similarly, as John said, we've taken many leaps when it comes to our cultural conversation, which yeah. brings us to your article. You are longing, Roger, for some common sense that you feel like we've yeah. lost. Whatever that is. Uh, you know, I've had people tell me, there's no such thing as common sense. What are you talking about? And I go, oh, if there's no such thing as common sense, how can we talk uh, to each other about values and virtues and, and things like that? Right. So, so how would you then, Roger, determine or describe what is the definition of common sense? Well, you know, I'll give mine and people can decide what to do with it. But it's, it, for me, common sense is what mature thinking people should agree on as far as manners and customs, how to live together, hmm. you know, and, and get along together. Right. And it seems to me like there's just no consensus about that anymore. So we've lost the common in our common sense. There is no common sense. Yeah. Let me give you an example. So the other day I went to a formal lecture at a university, and I was sitting there, and this this Cambridge professor was there, very special guest um, to give a lecture. And just before he started, a young undergraduate woman student came in. It could have been a boy, but it happened to be a girl, wearing workout clothes that was extremely skimpy. And you're just going, and she walked right between the audience and the speaker as he was about to start speaking. And everybody just kind of gasped like, doesn't anyone teach them what Mm. to wear and what not to wear to formal academic lectures? No, they don't. I can tell you they don't. There's no agreement about that. So in another time, in another age, that person who walked in with that skimpy outfit would not have even considered that. But somehow she was just raised without any common sense or someone telling her this is right, this is wrong. And not too long ago, in my own lifetime, someone would have gone to her and said, you know, next time you go to an academic lecture or maybe even a class, It'd be good to dress a little differently than that. Mm-hmm. But no one would dare do that now. Right. 
Okay, Roger. So in your article, you say that as far as common sense goes, there are some things, five of them in particular, that you believe are just the case, and they mm-hmm. ought to be recognized as such by everyone. Yeah. I wish I had the article right. That's all right. I've got it. I have to go from memory now. That's okay. Uh, so, okay. So the first thing you say is you believe, Roger, that there's a difference between making someone feel uncomfortable and sexually assaulting them or even harassing them. Right. And I think the line there is getting very blurry, especially with the latest uh, conversations around uh, meet the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. but around the edges of it, not really at the center of it. I think most people in the Me Too movement know that distinction. But there are people kind of joining into the conversation that don't have the same idea of boundaries that other people have, and they want to push their idea of boundaries into the conversation. And we need people to say, oh, wait, wait, no, that's not sexual assault. That's not sexism. That's not misogyny. You know, just rubbing noses with someone. If that happens, you push them back and say, excuse me, that made me uncomfortable. Please don't do that. Not accuse them of sexual assault. Right. Now, so the perfect example of that right now, of course, is Joe Biden. Joe Biden's famously in the news now. And I think everybody who sees Joe Biden put his his hands on a woman's shoulders, come up behind her and smell her hair or whatever that weird thing is, you know, from a guy's perspective, I think every guy knows a guy who creeps like that. And that's creepy. Now, it's not sexual assault. But there is a line there that clearly he has crossed, and it is creepy. I mean, there's common yeah. sense there. I think most people look at that and go, uh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, someone needs to just help him. Uh, he's, uh, you know, his generation, which is a, the, the one above mine, uh, maybe we're in the same generation, but he's older than I am. I think that kind of behavior was not that uncommon. Mm-hmm. I remember reading a book in high school by William Saroyan, yeah. kind of a classic called uh, The American Comedy. And we had to read it. It was required. And in it, the main character is so full of joy one day. And I think it's a spring day. And he's walking down the sidewalk, and he sees this beautiful young woman, and he just goes up and kisses her on the cheek. Hmm. And, you know, I remember in the school conversation, there was nothing about assault or, well, she could charge him with a crime or anything like that. So I think it's a generational thing, partly. Well, so not that long ago, a couple of weeks ago, uh, a man who was famously or maybe controversial identified as the sailor in the Times Square photograph mm-hmm. on v, VJ Day when World War II ended. And of course, if you see this image, you know that that a, a sailor walked up to a nurse and mm-hmm. kissed her passionately because the war was over. Now, whenever that man died, there was a brand new conversation about that. And some people considered that sexual assault. So that, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, the perfect storm in a bottle. Yeah, I was watching one of the major news channels while I was working out not too long ago, and I think it was a congresswoman, um, but maybe not. Someone uh, accused uh, someone, you know, a man, of sexually assaulting her, and what she was talking about was he kissed her without asking her first. I think that's stretching the term sexual assault so far that it loses its punch. It doesn't, it's not as as effective of a term, you know, to, to indicate crime. It, it just is, oh, you made me feel very uncomfortable. Don't ever do that again. Yeah, but at the same time, right, no well, one wants to be kissed uh, right, right. without wanting to but, be kissed. But I see where you're going with that, Roger, which means that if we make everything sexual assault, then what actually is sexual assault and is criminally prosecutable 
loses that. It's yeah. not going to become criminally prosecutable if it encompasses yeah. everything. But at the same time, I would time, say the same about terms like sexism and misogyny, which have been used against Joe Biden. And by the way, I'm not a big fan of Joe Biden. Uh, I'm not an enemy either. I'm, you know, I'm just kind of indifferent about him. Yeah. But I don't think he's a sexist or a misogynist. I think those terms need to be reserved for real sexist and mm-hmm. misogynist. But you know, we need to say he's inappropriate in some of his actions toward women, and he needs help. But Isn't it goes back it, to kindergarten, though. You know, your mother taught you keep your hands to yourself. So yeah. keep your body to yourself. Right, but there, just like there are different degrees of of assault, uh, yeah, or of murder or whatever, we recognize that there are different degrees of everything, right? right? So, yeah. so you know, involuntary manslaughter is a different thing than first degree murder, sure. even though the end result is there's a person who's dead. Yeah. But the but yeah. we recognize that there's some kind of gradation, and and oftentimes you're right, Roger. When it comes to misogyny, I mean, clearly there's no gradation if we're going to use that word. Right, exactly. It, it, it means one thing, hatred of women. Right. But, but it's come to mean almost anything people want it to mean. Yeah. But, you know, on the other hand, again, there's a, there's a moment here, which I, I've heard this phrase, we've been woke, right? There is a woke yeah. moment where everyone kind of goes, look, this has been going on for a long time, thousands and thousands of years. Right. So we can be better than this and call it, I don't know what you call it, but clearly what's going, been, on, been going on for a long time, whether it's assault or sexual abuse or what, whatnot, it's wrong. Yeah. I just think we ought to reserve those terms for really serious um, conduct and find other terms for kind of inappropriate conduct when we can use it as a teachable moment for the person to say, excuse me, I know you're older than I am, and I need to explain to you why that's not how we do things anymore. Mm -hmm. Dr. Roger Olson is with us, the Four Valentin Professor of Christian Theology of Ethics at George W. Truett Theological Seminary at Baylor. All right, Roger, so second, you write that there's a natural human tendency to pile on a person that's perceived as strange, different, insensitive, or awkward. Yeah, I think there's some of that going on. Heck yeah. Uncle Joe, as they call him, <laughs> I think he's just, you know, stepped over a line one too many times. But I think there's a tendency to just uh, for people just to join in, uh, like on the playground, you know, when uh, a kid, you know, knocks another one down and the poor kid on the ground is kind of, you know, the goofy one and everybody just, oh, look, pile on, everyone jumps on him, you know. I don't know how many people have seen that, but I saw it. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, I probably it. experienced it. I was probably at the bottom of that pile sometimes. <laughs> and I think there's a natural human tendency to say, oh, let me join in on this, you know. And, and after a while, you begin to go, well, poor Joe Biden, you know. Um, yes, he did some inappropriate things, but really? Does he deserve this? Mm-hmm. Mm. So he joins sort of the... The uh, the lineup, whether it's you know yeah. Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby, they're all or, the same. You know they run, to, yeah, the, yeah, right. And There's no that, gradation. They're all Matt Lauer, Bill Cosby, like, Harvey Charlie Weinstein, Rose. Charlie Rose are all the same. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a huge difference between, in my opinion, between those and what Joe Biden is accused of right. doing. And uh, I just think he needs some people, you know, some helpful people to come alongside him and say, okay, let me teach you um, about boundaries. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Third, Roger, a very valid and important movement for liberation from oppression can be undermined by silly accusations. Yeah. So I mentioned specifically two movements that I sympathize with very much, uh, Me Too and Black Lives Matter. But in both cases, I have been to talks where people representing or saying they represent those movements have brought in other issues 
and made them part of the movement. For example, Black Lives Matter, I've heard some people say that uh, that movement includes pro-LGBTQ. And I'm going, wait a minute, why exactly? Mm -hmm. I mean, isn't that a different issue? Can I be for the the, uh, pro-life, I mean, I'm sorry, Black Lives Matter movement and not necessarily be on the whole bandwagon of the LGBTQ movement? Right. Yeah, so how does that work? So Well, and that was strange. That was incredibly strange when it came time for the Green New Deal that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, put forward and was sponsored by a couple senators as well, is that you read through it. And so, of course, a lot of it had to do with the environment. And then all of a sudden in there, we're talking about like, you know, the equalization of wages. And then we're talking about right. LGBTQ um, rights preservations and, all, and we're like, wait a minute! I thought this was about the environment. So it's kind of like a bill before Congress, and they sort yeah. of you know load it with a bunch of other weird stuff that people aren't going to read anyway. Yeah, and I think the leaders of these two movements, Black Lives Matter and Me Too, need to keep them focused. Yeah. Otherwise, they lose their focus, right. and when they lose their focus, they lose the people. The power of it. Yeah, the power of it goes away. Exactly. Right. Okay, so then generally. What you're decrying is the loss of common sense among us. And I, and I wonder, you know, is this a particular bubble that we're in right now? Maybe it's a shakeout period. You know, things are in the colander and finding their way out. Or is this the way that life is going to be, 21st century America, that globally will shape us in the future? I think the latter. I'm pessimistic about are coming around, you know, back to any um, unifying common sense. I don't see it moving in that direction. It's moving the other direction. Mm-hmm. I call it the balkanization of society, with everybody getting in their own little groups and talking to people that already agree with them, echo chambers, and not talking across those in any open-minded, sympathetic way and listening to people who may not agree 100% or right. maybe just use different language than they use. And, uh, you know... Everyone's looking for, looking to be a victim, and victimization is extremely important. It gives you a lot of power. Yes. Well, I mean, you could include, you know, us, right, Christians as part of that victimization that we feel put upon, right? So, I mean, is there something about us as believers that we should be, you know, we should be wiser or we should have more common sense than other people? You know, do we have something to offer to get us back on track? Well, first of all, I think that without some unifying common sense about ethics, for example, uh, a society can't really function very well. It's going to dissolve eventually. So that's the danger on, you know, kind of a secular way of putting it, but that, that I hope can speak to everybody. As Christians, I think our, you know, what's really important is for us to be kind, forgiving, helpful, as Jesus Christ would be, but also speak truth to power in a, in a kind, helpful way rather than just coming down like a hammer on somebody that we disagree with or we think acted inappropriately or something. So, yeah, I think as Christians, common sense ought to be important to us. I agree. Roger, always a pleasure. Thanks so much. I, I believe that you are a beacon of common sense, so thank you. Thank you. Our All pleasure. Right. From Baylor University, uh, Roger Olson with us. Look, look for him at uh, Pathios, pathios.com. Roger Olson. food for the poor, you save lives. When you give to food for the poor, you bring miracles. 
When you pray for your children, what do you pray for them? Yo lo que le pido a Dios que Dios me ayude para darle otro día sus comidas. She prays that God help her to give them at least one more day of food. So it's a daily prayer. I pray every day to have God in my heart, and I pray that my daughters are able to go to school. Would you let God bring a miracle through you? Food for a year, water for life, to save a child who's been praying for a miracle. Your $80 one-time gift makes that miracle happen right now. Food for a year and water for life by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword hope. Unplanned, the true story of Abby Johnson. I would be the youngest director in Planned Parenthood history. She believed in a woman's right to choose. So I don't have any problem with another woman making the same decision. Until the day she saw something that changed everything. Tiny, perfect little baby. And then it was just gone. Unplanned, the most important movie you'll see on the most controversial topic of our time. Now playing. Visit unplanned.com for tickets. Rated R. Rated R due to graphic scenes not suitable for children. Robinson Township Christian School celebrates a 40-year legacy of producing college-bound, lifelong learners whose lives are marked by wisdom, knowledge, and a compassion for others. At the airport area's only K-12 classical Christian school, students grow to love learning, think deeply, and communicate effectively from a biblical foundation. Robinson Township Christian School, now enrolling preschool through 12th grade at rtcsonline.org. Got issues with youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit, offers more than a 1,000 free online resources for youth and high school sports coaches, parents, students, and administrators. Visit PCADevZone.org. Word FM presents the Pittsburgh Prayer Conference, Thursday, May 2nd at 7.30 p.m. through Friday, May 3rd. Join Pastor John Guest and an expert panel of prayer warriors from RPTS, Geneva College, the Biblical Counseling Institute, Impact Christian Church, and more as we explore and grow in this vital gift and privilege to the church, featuring seven general and two breakout sessions. The Pittsburgh Prayer Conference, May 2nd and 3rd at Christ Church at Grove Farm. Tickets and details at wordfm.com slash prayer. Most clubs you join require an initiation fee or a club membership, but not the Word FM Discount Shopping Club. In our club, you save as much as half. That's right, 50% on gift certificates and items from local restaurants, health services, and much more. Discount deals just in time for birthdays, special occasions, or just because. And all from the comfort of your own computer or smartphone. Great deals and awesome savings. Log on now to wordfm.com, keyword shopping. A spotty shower for this evening, otherwise mostly cloudy tonight, the low 43. Tomorrow becoming pleasant and warmer with clouds giving way to some sunshine, high 65. Partly cloudy tomorrow night, low 46. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sunshine, warm with a passing shower in the afternoon, high 73. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. Oh, I love that music. That's National uh, Poetry Month music. I, why are we playing this? It's poem of the day. Don't play this. No, music. no, it's it's poem of the day. This is cheese ball music. It's not cheese ball music. I think it gets us in the right frame. Of I believe yeah. I disagree I totally. Right. You do not need a soundtrack for something that's beautifully written. The poem of the day is "One Art" Please. by Elizabeth Bishop. Oh, look! You just took that. You just took it down, Mike. Thank it's you. Good. Thank. No, <laughs> get rid of that. Come on, Mike. Put that away. such a nudge. Okay, we're getting rid of it. Okay, okay. get rid of it, Mike. Right. You're going to read this? or you want? No, you're reading it, okay, right? Sure. If it's one art, 
the author, the poet, Elizabeth Bishop. The art of losing isn't hard to master. So many things seem filled with the intent to be lost that their loss is no disaster. Lose something every day. Accept the fluster of lost door keys, the hour badly spent. The art of losing isn't hard to master. Then, practice losing farther, losing faster, places and names, and where it was you meant to travel. None of these things will bring disaster. I lost my mother's watch, and look, my last, or next to last, of three loved houses went. The art of losing isn't hard to master. I lost two cities, lovely ones, and, vaster, some realms I owned, two rivers, a continent. I miss them, but it wasn't a disaster. Even losing you, the joking voice, a gesture I love. I shan't have lied. It's evident the art of losing's not too hard to master, though it may look like, write it, like disaster. One Art by Elizabeth Bishop. Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends with the best new music. New music music from Big Daddy Weave Alive. Love Lifting Me by Tasha Layton. And Brandon Murphy with Coming Home. I'm coming home to you. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD on the weekend. You watch what you eat. You're hitting the gym. You're doing your best to live a healthy life. But did you know that a bad night's sleep and a bad mattress can have a big impact on your health? Here at the Original Mattress Factory, our hand-built mattresses made of the highest quality materials provide the comfort and support needed to provide healthy sleep for years to come. To learn more about how the right mattress can help you achieve healthy sleep habits, visit OriginalMattress.com or stop by an Original Mattress Factory store near you. The gimmicks, the flashy sales, and the big markups. Mattress stores have made the mattress shopping experience confusing on purpose. Ron Trzinski started the original mattress factory to create a better way. He raised the bar on quality, offered hand-built mattresses for a fraction of the cost, and ditched the high-pressure sales tactics, all to create a better mattress buying experience for you. You could say he was the original disruptor. Stop by an original mattress factory store or visit us at originalmattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray-on bed liners, tonneau covers, WeatherTech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters, always a favorite. Extreme car and truck in Bridgeville, for the extreme in all of us. At ExtremeTruck.net. Somewhere today, at a Christian school near you, a teacher arrived at work. Not because of a paycheck, but a calling. A divine privilege to invest their skills, their time, their academic training, their entire life to equip young minds for success in this world and beyond. This is how love inspires learning. Visit PittsburghChristianSchools.net 
Education for mind and soul. PittsburghChristianSchools.net Critics are raving about the best of enemies. Taraji P. Henson and Sam Rockwell give magnificent performances. You don't get my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. The Christian Post calls it a perfect portrayal of how love can break through all barriers. Same God made you, made me. That serves as a masterful representation of healing and hope. Don't you forget it. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing in theaters. Memories. They can be welcome. They can be horrifying. But I think for most people, memories are a daily cycle of something that we grab onto and move us through time and space. And I think the older you get, the memories you hang on to are deeper and sweeter, sometimes to the exclusion of reality that's right in front of your face, right? When you look at people, especially who have Alzheimer's or dementia, they live in a world of memories that are jumbled and backwards and twisted like a cyclone, but they are there. They are, in many ways, the creation, the uh, the sum total of who we are. So when you think about memory in a spiritual context, which i got to be honest, I never really have until this book by Casey Tigret joined us, as I recall discovering the place of memories in our spiritual life, I, I was surprised by it, and I loved it. So we invited Casey to join us. Casey, thanks for being with us today on the air. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you guys? Good. Real good. This is really interesting. Yeah, but why bother? What does memory have to say if we're thinking about especially our spiritual lives? Yeah, I uh, I began this whole journey of talking, thinking about this idea uh, as a spiritual director and so helping people understand where God is active in their life. And I realized 98.9% of our conversation had to do with stuff that happened in the past. Hmm. And so as we talked about memories, we started to dig through the layers, and sometimes we would get back to childhood, sometimes we'd get back to 10, 15 years earlier. And I started to ask myself the question, everything that God is doing in us right now really has to do with the things that have all happened before. So whether that's the story of the Bible, the story of the Bible is this huge account uh, of, of the memories of people who have known God to be active, who've known God to be with them. And then what did they do next? And then people in front of me were having that same, that same sort of conversation. And so as I started to read into this and do some research, I found out, and the conclusion I came to is that we, memories make us who we are. Mm-hmm. And so there's no person you meet who isn't the way they are without their, who is the way they are without their memories. And so surely if that's the case, then God is doing something in the middle of those memories. And I'm I'm glad you brought this up because when you think about the story of the Bible, right? I mean, that Bible, those Bible stories, they were handed down as stories from one generation until someone had the wherewithal to write them down. And so, where would we be without those memories and those stories? Yeah, we're when we read scripture, we're actually reading other people's memories passed down from generation to generation, talked about around the fire and at Passover and at the different celebrations and. Yeah, absolutely. We're mining the memories of other people when we when we read the Bible. Hmm. So the role of memory, um, it's weird the things that we remember and don't remember. We were talking before the show that both John and I have these profoundly detailed, deep reminiscences of our childhood. But neither one of our spouses 
have a whole lot. I mean, it's not like they forget their childhood, but they don't have any strong emotional right. hook that we have. Yeah. Well, some of that has to do with how we encode uh, the information and the things we experience. I talk about memories as collecting shells. My family and I, we've gone to the beach uh, on several summer occasions and gathered shells at night. And so as we walk through life, we pick up these shells that are experiences. And some of them, we just have them and then we kind of let them pass. But others, we, we think about and we ponder and we let sit and we come back to them. And as we're doing that, the interesting thing that neuroscience is teaching us is that our brain is actually changing shape. Hmm. Uh, our physical brain is actually shifting and molding around these memories and creating these little like tracks where we can go back into our memories and pull these ideas out. And not only that, we go back and pull those out and then they give us a story about what the world is like. And not only do they give us a story, they give us a script. So we grow up hearing certain things about the love of God and we remember those and they create a story for us that God is a loving God. And then we act and live as if that's the case, which is the positive side. And that's the positive spiritual formation of our youth. But not everybody's had that. Some people have had a different picture of God that's maybe a little, maybe toxic, maybe abusive, maybe negative. And they create a story for how they see the world and other people based on that memory, and then they act on it. That we, we all become like the God we believe in, and I believe like the God we remember. Interesting. And so that's one of those things, you know, when we code our memories as kids, there's stuff I remember from my childhood, and my mom will tell me a story, and I'll go, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> but she, as the parent, remembers it because it, it struck her, and she filed it away and went back to it over and over again. And don't you love that? Whenever someone from your childhood remembers something that you have no memory of, it's kind of like finding a little hidden gem. And you can't sort of put yourself in that place because, of course, it's not your memory, but for someone else, it's extremely vivid. Yeah, as long as it's good. You know, we don't <laughs> want other people remembering the bad stuff. <laughs> You know, I, I often think about this because I think of my children and I, I wonder what their memories will be as they've grown up, you know, in our household, mm -hmm. you know, because everyone yeah. has good memories and bad memories. So when you look back, like when I look back at my own childhood, of course, you know, um, there are some things that were fabulous. Other things I go, boy, I never want to go back there again. So what do we carry, you know, the sugar or the vinegar of our young lives that mold us? Yeah. Well, it all, it all is about, since it all starts with experience, it, it starts with the senses. And so, of course, your kids are going to have, our kids, my daughter, for example, is going to have a very different set of lenses through which she, she sees everything. Mm -hmm. And so there are some things she's going to come away with that she's going to feel it's going to be, it's going to be a sour impression on her. Right. And wisdom over time sometimes. So when we get it, like, for example, the Bible story of Moses, uh, you know, he comes back around in Deuteronomy to the promised land a second time, and he's standing there in front of the nation of Israel. And I, I have to believe in his head was going, I, we've been here before. I remember mm -hmm. the first time this happened. Mm -hmm. And there's so much wisdom there. And I think, I think that's what happens is something that sometimes starts out as bitter, and we experience this memory as really negative and dark. But with the benefit of time and maturity, God's able to redeem that and show us and teach us some wisdom and say, you know, th even though at the time this was extremely painful or difficult for you, there is something that is going to come out of it that can be good. You can't do away with it. You can't erase it. So what we're going to do instead is redeem it. I mean, I think a lot of times we want amnesia 
But really what we need for those memories that are difficult Mm -hmm. is some redemption and reintegration and to sit with them and embrace them and figure out what is God going to do in the future and in the present with those really difficult things from our past. Years ago, uh, an article came across our uh, reality, Jot of Mine, and it was titled, Everybody Should Be in Therapy. And in parenthesis, it said, including you. And... (laughs) And we love that. I mean, I had it. I had it up on my bulletin board for years, and I think that that uh, speaks to the idea you're talking about, which is that if we try to forget the things that we want to forget, then we're losing. Even though it's terrible and hard and um, and time consuming, we lose out on an opportunity for redemption if we just try to ignore them. Yeah. And it's, it's a difficult thing to do, because for us to do that with our memories, we have to come to terms with the fact that every memory belongs. Mm-hmm. We'd like to just keep the ones that we look back on and we get that sort of, we cock our head to the side and kind of grin wistfully, uh, but the other ones are, are really bad, too. And so it's, the other ones that are really bad are really important, too. And I think about, like, the Exodus story, and the Passover celebrates the, the liberation of all of these Israelites from Egypt, but at the same time, it's also the death of every firstborn, Hebrew, uh, firstborn Egyptian. So there's, a, there's a two sides to every memory that we have. There is a, a light and a beautiful side, and a dark and sometimes a negative side. And so for us to really, to really bring up some of these things that we don't want to deal with means we say, this belongs in my story as much as this other thing does. So what is God going to do with both of these? Who am I going to become as a result of these raw materials that God the artist is going to use to shape my life in the present and in the future? Oh, I love that. Okay. Casey Tigrett is with us, as I recall, discovering the place of memories in our spiritual life. So, Casey, um, of course, people, when you go uh, and uh, have communion, right, and Christ's words himself, you know this, do this in memory of me. And so there's Jesus himself, you know, the echo of time and space. We go and we have the the, the host and the wine. We imitate Christ and we take his, his elements into our lives. That memory sort of is the cornerstone of the Christian church. Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting that that Jesus would choose a moment like that that was already so filled, you know, the Passover celebration was already so filled with memories and would would take that moment and reshape it around this new group of people sitting around the table. And to remember it, I, I think that story is so rich because it's not just we can easily say do that when he says do this in remembrance of me that you remember death, you you know, we're coming up on that season this coming week. We'll have uh, Next week we'll have Good Friday, and we'll, we'll remember this, the crucifixion and resurrection. But it's also to remember the people sitting at that table and that some of them were confused. Some of them didn't believe a thing Jesus was saying. Some of them didn't know what to believe. One of them was ready to sell him for the, uh, the price that you would use to buy an animal. So at that table there were all these people who were wrestling. So... In one sense, it's remember what Jesus did, but in the other sense, it's, rem- it's remember that no matter where you might be right now, uh, there is a place at the table for you. Mm. Uh, you may be struggling with what you think about this whole Jesus resurrection and faith thing, and yet there's still a chair, there's still a name card with your name on it, there's still a blessing that Jesus is offering you. It's like, no, no, these, if these guys belonged at the table, 
and surely you do too. Very nice. Casey, it's a very unique work. We really appreciate it. Casey Tigret, as I recall, discovering the place of memories in our spiritual life. and data rates may apply. Texting and roles for recurring text messages. Hey, Dan, when we started Z-Quiet 10 years ago, did you ever believe we would help so many couples kick snoring out of bed? The response has been fantastic, like this story from Mark and Lynette. It had gotten to the point where my wife and I weren't able to sleep in the same bedroom consistently. I had to keep pushing or, or kicking, waking him up. And after he would wake up, you know, maybe there were 10 minutes or 15 minutes before he would start snoring again. And I would hope I would fall asleep during that time. But if I didn't, it just made for a long night. One time I remember my wife brought in a recording. I said, listen to this. And he was like, what is that? Is it some animal? No, it's you. You're snoring. And now with Z-Quiet, that's no longer a problem at all. I finally can sleep through the night. Z-Quiet works for both men and women. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to getzquiet.com. Try it risk-free for 30 days for just nine ninety five. Text SLEEP to 246810. Share, like, comment, tweet. Are these foreign terms to your business? They may not be to your competition and the reason you're losing sales. We're Salem Surround. We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. As parents, you're dedicated to seeing your kids live out God's call for their lives, to enter adulthood with discernment, integrity, biblical values, and the ability to thrive in work that's meaningful, to not only make wise and faithful decisions, but defend them as well. At Cornerstone Prep in West Mifflin, pre-K through 12th grade students thrive in an environment that fosters biblical discipleship and authentic education. Cornerstone Prep, ready for life at cornerstoneprep.net. Must be a Friday. Holy smokes. Do you know the song? Oh, yeah. This is, uh, is it Lighthouse? 19-something, 70-ish or something. 19-something. Yeah. We're narrowing it down. Speaking right. of memory, thank you so much. Today's right home. Okay, so listen, uh, the cool things that are happening in outer space are just, every day it feels like there's a, a different, you know, rocket Discovery. or satellite or, yeah. Listen to this. Japan's space agency said an explosive dropped Friday from its Hayabusa spacecraft successfully blasted the surface of an asteroid for the first time to form a crater and pave the way for the collection of underground samples of that asteroid for possible clues to the origin of the solar system. Whoa. Isn't that cool? So here's what they did. This this is now this has become a sort of commonplace. This lander, this Hayabusa spacecraft landed on an asteroid, and then it lifted back up. Now keep en- in mind, while everything's moving. Right. Enough to drop a baseball-sized explosive hard down onto the surface of the asteroid. And it, then it got out of the way, so it wasn't... In, uh, uh, right, uh, eaten up by the explosion. Right. And then it came back down around again and picked up those particles for further examination. I mean, who does that? 
remotely in outer space hundreds and hundreds of thousands of miles away. That it's just so cool, isn't it? Wow. All we're going to do today is talk about the five foods that you would have to have on your own desert island. Okay, so if you were on a desert island and all you had was five things. You have to pick your five desert island foodstuffs. And there's there's no rhyme or reason here, right? I mean, you know, this this just kind of Oh no, appears. there's a lot of rhyme or reason. But you know, you're not trying to grow this yourself. No, no, or, no. These are going to be magically delivered to you on a daily like basis. Like it's like an Amazon box it is, shows yes, up and exactly. you go, "Oh, there's my my what? My mustard again. Or there's my shallots again, which I needed. I don't I don't make it Did you up. pick mustard no, and shallots? <laughs> what are Stick shallots? Around. The 5 o'clock hour of the ride home. <laughs> They're not Doritos, I'll tell you that. WORDFM Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump is in Calexico, California, along the southern border between the United States and Mexico this afternoon. He made an address to people trying to seek asylum in the U.S. from Central and South America. The system is full. Can't take you anymore. Whether it's asylum, whether it's uh, anything you want, it's illegal immigration, can't take you anymore. We can't take you. Our country is full. Our area is full. The sector is full. Can't take you anymore. I'm sorry. Can't happen. So turn around. That's the way it is. Mr. Trump spoke in front of a project that's part of some $1 billion in efforts to replace existing barriers and build new ones across the border. On Wall Street, the Dow by 40 points to close at 26,424. The Nasdaq rose 47. The S&P advanced 13. Oil up to 6308 a barrel. This is SRN News. Friend, this is Pastor Dan O'Neill from Eagles Wings Church in Squirrel Hill. Did you ever think about how much the Good Samaritan resembles our Lord Jesus? The victim is headed for Jericho, minus 846 feet below sea level and very hot. Mankind is headed for hell. The victim was stripped naked, and we were stripped naked in the Garden of Eden. The Good Samaritan binds up wounds. This was done with linen strips, and Jesus put on those same type of strips as our grave clothes. The Good Samaritan poured in the oil and the wine. Jesus shed his blood and baptized us with the Holy Spirit. The Good Samaritan places the victim on a beast, and Jesus will return with his saints on a white horse. The Good Samaritan paid the innkeeper a price equivalent to the redemption of an Israelite male, and Jesus paid our redemption. Come join us, Eagles Wings Church, Sundays at 9 a.m. at 2409 Shady Avenue in the auditorium of Taylor Alderdice High School in Squirrel Hill. Come worship and learn all that Jesus has done for us. It's a hand-in-hand design process. It's a partnership between me and the customer. We're building their dream. With Energy Swing's total basement finishing system, you can finally create that extra space you've always dreamed of. Here's Zach Fontecchio. A lot of contractors, they get hung up on certain designs, and they try to make the peg fit in the hole every time. I'm very flexible. I can do whatever you need to get done. You're completely building the basement of your dreams. Every aspect of it is under the customer's control. Most of the customers I go to that have had other quotes, they come in, they tell them how it's going to be, and they give them a price, and they leave. It's like a half an hour experience. I spend like three hours with the customer. They actually do a 3D design so they can see what it looks like before work begins. All the materials we use are specifically designed for basements, so they're inorganic. They can't mold, they can't rot, they can't mildew. They don't retain water, and it's designed to be maintenance-free. There's nothing to paint, there's nothing to patch, there's no carpet to replace. We've done all kinds of spaces so I can make the basement of your dreams. There's really nothing to hold you down. Right now, get $2,000 off your total basement finishing project and a free 50-inch TV. Learn more at energyswingwindows.com. Hello, this is David Jeremiah. 
Join me on the Overcomer Tour for a time of enriching Bible teaching, practical lessons, uplifting fellowship, and powerful worship. Join Dr. David Jeremiah for a free live event in Hershey. The Overcomer Tour is coming to the Giant Center Thursday, April 11th at 7 p.m. Request your free tickets to this one-night-only event in Hershey at davidjeremiah.org slash tour. Unplanned, the true story of Abby Johnson. I would be the youngest director in Planned Parenthood history. She believed in a woman's right to choose. So I don't have any problem with another woman making the same decision. Until the day she saw something that changed everything. Tiny, perfect little baby. And then it was just gone. Unplanned, the most important movie you'll see on the most controversial topic of our time. Now playing. Visit Unplanned.com for tickets. Rated R. Rated R due to graphic scenes not suitable for children. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for over 100 years. A spotty shower for this evening, otherwise mostly cloudy tonight, the low 43. Tomorrow becoming pleasant and warmer, with clouds giving way to some sunshine, high 65. Partly cloudy tomorrow night, low 46. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sunshine, warm with a passing shower in the afternoon, high 73. I'm Aki Weather Meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, hey, welcome. Friday edition of The Ride Home feels good. It's kind of cloudy out there, but it's still, it's springtime, is it not? So It is fabulous. going to be terrific tomorrow. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Close to 70 degrees. Oh my gosh. I think, I, I feel good about this. I'm going to put away my snow shovels. Just put them away. How optimistic of you. Oh, yeah. Just put them all away. Feels wow. good. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good for you, John. Yep. I'm happy to, to hear you say that. Thank you. Um, I'm also um, happy to be celebrating. Well, I guess before I tell you what we're celebrating, mm-hmm. I should just tell you and Mike both. What's that? Your weekend has begun. Oh, yes. Five minutes past the five o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. Truly, all is right and well. I can't get enough of that song. What is it? Grazing in the grass. I can't quite get the words right. No, Mike can do it. Turn it up a little bit there, Mike, please. There you go. Thank you. Very nice. Can't wait till the ride home is uh, available video stream, which, by the way, it's going to be in about a month. Good to see the three of us dancing so well here in the studio. Oh my gosh! You can't well, sit still for that. We're on iTunes right now, are we not? We are. We're on iTunes. Yeah, but not not the video. No, but, but the podcast is available on iTunes. So will the uh, when it when we, when we go to the podcast video, will that be on iTunes yeah, as well? That'll be on YouTube. <laughs> see, it's you got to keep up, John. YouTube. I mean, iTunes. for crying out loud, that's actually a good point, John. I think there you can actually put video in iTunes. Well, I would what? hope so because we've been telling everybody to go to iTunes, and now we're telling them to go to YouTube. No, no, we're just saying if you want to download the podcast, you go to iTunes. Yeah, right? and then when we add video, you can watch it on YouTube. Right. <laughs> it's still going to be available. Podcast yeah. is always going to be available on iTunes. Okay, so it's the podcast will be on iTunes minus the video. Well, yeah, because it's iTunes. Yeah. Right. right. 
It's not iVideo. Well, you would think, you know, I mean, so now we're going to have two separate highways, basically, iTunes and YouTube. Why are you complaining about this? It's a good thing. I'm not complaining. I'm just trying to look for some clarity. That's all. If you want to go to iTunes, you check out the audio version of the show. If you want to see us, if you want to see us, you'll okay, then you now go to YouTube. Okay, now here's the thing. The, everyone, I think, naturally understands that because YouTube is video and iTunes is audio. I'm I'm fine with that. I'm just saying we're sort of splitting the meal here. That's all. On top of that, to piggyback on oh, that. Oh, no. Another one? You can go to johnandkathyshow.com, click on JKTV, and see all the videos. There you go. Now we got a TV channel? We got, holy smokes. It's Whatever ready. happened to radio? Whatever happened to radio, Josh ladies and gentlemen? Josh's just upset because you don't like that one jacket he has. Right? It's no. expanded. Yeah. Live from Radio City Music Hall in New York City, YouTube. I, I just, don't think so. I just can't wait to do a close-up on your forehead. My forehead? <laughs> Why my forehead? <laughs> what? I, don't, I, I, I have nothing to do with What's this. What's going on there? What are you talking about? Oh, look, look at look who's, what is the, My forehead's big or something? No, it's, you know, just to be funny. Do a it's bad. It's oh, bad when our producer wants to quote unquote be funny. Oh, yeah, exactly. yeah. Because I'll tell you who the, the uh, repositories of that funny are going to be, and that's me and you. Uh huh. Yeah. What goes around comes around. I'll say that. That's all. <laughs> to both of you, happy National Deep Dish Pizza Day. Mm. Oh, that's very nice. We're celebrating it. Actually, we're not. We're just thinking about celebrating it after the show today. But I, I mentioned that my whole life I haven't been interested in that because I like the thin crust. I felt good about it. And then a couple of years ago, I ended up in Chicago for the first time. And I thought, well, you know, when you're in the locale, you do as the locals do. Yeah, yeah. So I stopped several people on the street and I said, excuse me, I've never been here before. Where should I eat deep dish pizza? And three people in a row told me to go to Giordano's, which is where I went and listened to me. I loved it. Really? Giord- you sure it was Giordano's? It was. It was Giordano's. Okay, because Keith says Umberto's in Chicago. Right, which I'm sure is very good also. Mm-hmm. But all I know is the place I went was Giordano's. All right. How about, uh, so you've been to, uh, what, Michigan and Trumbull? Okay, so locally, uh, the, the deep dish pizza that I am over the moon about is Michigan and Trumbull at the Federal Galley in the north side. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love the white version, which can be served with an egg on top, two, two dippy eggs on top. Which what? is awesome. What? Awesome. Or by itself if you don't want the dippy egg. The other thing though is when you get the pepperoni version, the warm honey that is on top of it, it's like drizzled. Oh my gosh. Really? Oh, it's just so Okay. Anyway, so but if you'd like to weigh in on Facebook, find us the Ride Home with John and Kathy, where you'll be celebrating tonight National Deep Dish Pizza Day. All right, very nice. Um so food. This has become sort of <laughs> <laughs> it's a Friday. It's what we do. I mean, it's if the you, ride home. I think if you listen to our show on a regular basis, we're, we generally talk about Jesus, food, and books. Those are the three things. I think things, you're right about right? that. Right? Those are the three things. Those are the three revolving themes right. on the show. Jesus, food, and books. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and we throw in some films. Oh, some movie stuff. Yeah. yeah we do throw in movie right. stuff. Occasionally, we make fun of a new mic. Yeah. And then he returns the favor. <laughs> I think that's pretty much all you need for an award-winning <laughs> broadcast. <laughs> well, we have not won any awards. The New Yorker uh, has posted an article about food, and this caught my attention, first of all, because the author of the article, Charlotte Mendelssohn, is so funny. She's a British writer. She cracks me up. Anyway, she put a thought experiment together for The New Yorker that was picked up on Twitter. 
I uh, was picked up by Rod Dreher, I mm-hmm. think, our friend, yeah. who who uh, commented on it first. And so I started kind of thinking about it. And then I, I told it to John, told it to New Mike. And then we decided we had to share it with our listening audience and hear your feedback. You know, when we open the phone lines, we talk about things of great import. You know, we talk about great issues of the day. Yes. We talk about, you know, things that have to be decided in our culture or movement. We never go to the phones for anything fun. We don't? Never. For fun. Never. Okay, so today then we're going to open the phones at 800-320-8255. And the question is, if you had to go to a desert island and you could only bring five foods, what would they be? Now, let me tell you, I want to lay this out as the author, uh, Charlotte Mendelson, did in The New Yorker. She says, the five desert island foodstuffs are the dishes one can't live without. Mm. If you could eat only these few items forever, which would you choose? Okay, so magically, every day, you're on this desert island of an indeterminate length of time. It could be six months. It could be 60 years. Uh, Well, she does say forever. Forever. She does say forever. Forever and ever. Is that that too intimidating? Well, I mean, you would get sick of no matter how much you love something, Mm -hmm. right? But this the, the thought exercise is to get you to the point where you're deciding at a fundamental level. What matters most as far as what you put in your mouth. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Isn't it a hard question? It's a very hard question. I've taken some very careful consideration yeah. about this, yeah, I have as well too. I'm sure you have as well. Mm-hmm. I have too. Mike, probably a little less so. No, no, I'm sure Mike has, has taken this very seriously. Let's no, hope. I have. All right. <laughs> you asked mm-hmm. me, he shouted five things and walked away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been thinking about it for months. <laughs> no, you've been trying to get to the desert island yeah, for months. Exactly. That's different. Um, okay, so let me go back to the article here. She says this. Mm-hmm. There are almost 8 billion humans in the world, and one needs a way of working out whom to like. It can't be as simple as whether they are right or left-wing, dog or cat people, or even that fail-safe, have they suffered? No. There is only one valid litmus test for friendship, romance, or affinity, and that is the five desert island foodstuffs. Hmm. So she says not only is this a good exercise for you to decide what you like, but it also decides who you'd be compatible with at heart. Hmm. Who you would be compatible with? Well, no. Wait a second. If you were on a desert island and you both had your own five food stuff, you'd what, have ten. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to trade off? Wouldn't that so be, they'd be great? Contrary to your exactly. Right? So what she's saying is the best thing is if someone's willing to play the game, if someone's willing to think through these five foodstuffs, and you're also willing to think through the five food. This could be a person you could be friends with forever. Uh huh. Because they are taking this imaginatory imaginative journey mm-hmm. so you peel back your mm-hmm. culinary preferences yes. it discloses something about the nature of who you are i think it does mm-hmm. yeah i feel good about it okay so mm-hmm. uh well first of all you want to do this yeah the phone number is 800-320-8255 800-320-8255 we want to know from you your five desert island foodstuffs okay okay now i I don't think I, you know. I want to, you know, pop the cork in the champagne bottle because I know that you're holding this clearly dear to you. So maybe I should go first, okay? And you'd feel better about that, right? I don't know if I would, but I've, I'm anxious to hear your list. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Here's my list. Are you nervous? No, I feel good about it. A loaf of hard, crusty bread. Mm. Like something. You know, you know what, the, what I it know. is. Right. So like it, bread so, works. I'm going to go to bread works. So it could be sourdough. It could be Tuscan. Mm-hmm. Chiabatta. It could, right. It could be, could it be rye? Yeah, sure. Okay. You know, but real thick, crusty, hard on the outside. Pumpernickel? Yeah. 
And then when you cut it or rip it open, it's soft and luxurious. Mm. Hard, crusty bread every day. How could you ever get tired of that? That's a good point. Okay. Something that's, you know, necessary for, I, I get, a, I get like, um, you know, you, you, like you get a taste for something. You know? Yeah, yeah. I often get a taste and I, I don't, I, th- this is skirting the rules here and, mm-hmm. and, I, and I can scale it back, but I need salad. Oh. So I would do. You have to say lettuce. Sa- I would do spring. spring okay, mix. like a spring mix. A spring mix. Fine idea. I need I, that. I support right? your spring mix. And give me some spring mix. Nothing wrong with that. Number three. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to go for broke and I'm going to, you know, have this every day, mm-hmm. give me a filet mignon every day. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Give me a nice filet. And oh. I'll just, yeah. Okay. So Please. you're not fooling around. You're not going to go start with ground meat. No. You're not going to go oh. Tivo. I'm on a desert island. <laughs> All right. And that filet shows up every day. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Okay. An assortment. I can do this. An assortment of olives. Mm-hmm. I That's just need good. Some beautiful greens. So some you nice could have darts. maybe some kalamata in there. Yeah, you yeah. could have a garlic green. You mm-hmm. could have an anchovy stuffed. Give me some olives. Uh, yeah. What about the cheap ones that are like um, that are like filled with pimentos? Well, you know, we always have those in our fridge, kind of as a backup. Okay. And so when you're making a salad, if you don't have good olives, at least you've got you know the B team. So those are like the emergency olives. Yeah, I don't mind those. All right. I mean, you know, it's not my go-to. What about a black canned olive? No, my wife likes those. And I, I do hate not. Those, those, it's like wax. That's not an olive. I don't believe, yeah. I don't like no, that at all. You know, and she, I especially don't like that on pizza, by the way. We were oh, talking about that before. I don't like that. Well, my wife, you know, she considers that a South Dakota treat. They thought that was exotic in South Dakota. Canned black olives. Yeah. If there's right. something like, whoa, holy smokes, we're having black olives. That's like special. <laughs> so... <laughs> She'd, okay. she'd cop to that as well. Uh, my final final five? Yes. So I've had hard crusty bread, salad greens, a filet mignon, some assortment of olives, chocolate chip cookies. <gasps> oh my gosh. I got to be honest with you. I really like your island. Thank you. The chocolate chip? Mm-hmm. Because you know, I, I can still get my chocolate in there because you need to have the chocolate. Mm-hmm. You need chocolate. Mm-hmm. And of course, who doesn't like a nice fresh chunk of a chocolate chip mm. cookie i mean i feel badly for someone that doesn't oh like that oh my gosh yeah so those are my five okay oh, well, people are calling yeah, uh, 800-320 yeah. i feel like we should go to the phones okay. and then take a break and then i'm going to come back and mike and i are going to give ours okay 800-320-8255 debating between two okay what's the title of this set this up five desert island foodstuffs okay robin thanks for uh, for being game to play the game do you have five yeah okay Mine would be Spaghetti. Mm-hmm. spaghetti. Now, does it have sauce on it, or are we just talking pasta here? No, it has meat sauce, because I just made a big bunch of it today. That I could eat that six days a week, seven days a week. Yeah, okay. I'm with you on that. The next delicious. one would be um, eggs. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have to have M&M. M&M's? I'm, I'm like, uh, yes, yes. Um, that's like my favorite candy of all. <laughs> um, another one is mashed potatoes. Oh, oh yeah. very nice. Uh-huh. It could be with or without gravy, but that's another one. Mm-hmm. And my last one is ham salad. Hey, ham salad. I like a ham salad. Ham salad. That's good. I just bought, I think I bought like three pounds of it and it was like six bucks. And 
I've got half container, and I love that stuff. I could eat that like candy, put it on crackers, bread. Mm. But those are my five foods that I love. That's really wow, good. Wow, Robin, thank you so much. Very nice. Excellent. Thanks. Now, I, I have to say, I did not anticipate we'd have a vote for ham salad. I like it. I like it already, right out of the gate. 800-320-8255. Your five desert island foodstuffs. Look, we always go to the phones and talk about things of mm-hmm. great import, but we never talk about anything fun. Right. My mom used to make her own ham salad. Did she have like a grinder yeah. thing? Yeah, the, the little metal, you know, silver metal thing. I remember my thing. grandma had that. It would attach to the tabletop. And then, you know, after Easter or Christmas or whatever, you know, she stirred that in there with mayonnaise and relish. Right. Oh, it was good. It's, I haven't had I, it Now all good. of a sudden I want it. Now that Robin brought it I up. I get all excited. <laughs> it's 20 after 5 and I'm like all salivating. Mm, da, 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 da. All right, phone lines are open, 800-320-8255. We want to hear your five desert island foodstuffs. If you had to go to a desert island and only eat five things forever, what would they be? WORD. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, Word FM goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We're now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous. There's an app for that, right? On TuneIn, on iHeart, on our own app, on WordFM.com, on ChristianRadio.com, on the next Radio FM chip. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. On your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 101. 1.5 WORD. As parents, you're dedicated to seeing your kids live out God's call for their lives, to enter adulthood with discernment, integrity, biblical values, and the ability to thrive in work that's meaningful, to not only make wise and faithful decisions, but defend them as well. At Cornerstone Prep in West Mifflin, pre-K through 12th grade students thrive in an environment that fosters biblical discipleship and authentic education. Cornerstone Prep, ready for life at cornerstoneprep.net. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. Do not forget to buy lentils, or the lentil soup you're making for dinner will be sorely lacking. By the way, Mrs. Calloway says thanks for helping her bundle home and auto. She appreciates the extra savings, even though you kept using the word apropos incorrectly. But the main thing is do not forget to buy, uh, what was it? Something apropos, the lentil soup. Sorry, I'll call you back. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. All right. But well, that guy sure was quiet. Wasn't <laughs> all of a sudden, yeah, we're like all whispering. Uh, we're going to talk at the spring house right now. And going to join us because <laughs> they've got the best ham going and you want to enjoy your Easter treat as well. <laughs> hey, Marsha. <laughs> Hi, guys. How you doing? We're talking about spring. Hey, that last lady that called, she really likes spring house food, I could tell. I oh. mean, that when she brought up ham salad, I thought, wow. Ham salad. That is terrific. Wait, does the spring house have ham salad, Marsha? Does Marcia? the spring house have ham oh. salad? Yes. Amazing ham salad. Really? It's my grandma's recipe. It is mm. so good. And the only thing, I mean, you know my, my personal preference. The thing that beats it, though, is the coleslaw. Springhouse coleslaw <laughs> is top of the heap. Really? Favorite coleslaw of all time. Nice. Okay. I'm super hungry right now. I can't believe yeah, why it. Why are we doing it's 20 this after ourselves. 5. Good okay, Marsh. Hey, I can't believe it. Somebody just talked to you. Uh, our last guest was saying, you know, uh, Monday, Thursday is coming up. Is that next week? No, next no, week after. two weeks. Yeah. So Easter is upon us pretty soon here, Marsha. If people want to get their Easter treats, the spring house, this is the place to do it now. Yes, yes. And our Easter sheet, I think, should be online. Our new Easter sheet, pretty um, eggs and stuff like that on it. You'll find it on our events bulletin board. 
and we've got our you know whole giant listing of all the different things people can order plus they can order their favorite and so that includes our hickory smoked ham which i love that both of we you love. enjoy so much oh my gosh and um alabama vegetable casserole nut rolls pasta bread homemade coconut cream pies everything homemade on it from the crust to the filling to the meringue um apple crumb pies we actually peel the apples um, mashed potatoes, whatever you don't have time to make. We're going to make it for you. You can put your order in or you can just come check it out those couple of days before Easter and, and see what goodies we have for you. And um, we're ready for you. Oh, don't wait. Wow. I'm telling you, Marcia, thanks a lot for being with us. We love the Springhouse. Check it out online, springhousemarket.com. Whether it's the ham or the pies or all the fixings, that's the way to celebrate Easter. Here's a question for National Donate Life Month. Can you name all the eight life-saving organs that can be transplanted? Here's a hint. With some organs, you can donate too. Get the facts. Learn more. Save lives. Go to organdonor.gov. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray-on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters. Always a favorite. Extreme car and truck in Bridgeville. For the extreme in all of us. At extremetruck.net. Love one another as I have loved you. That's what Jesus said, but it's going to take a lot of prayer to make it happen. Join us Thursday, May 2nd, as we celebrate the National Day of Prayer, 6.15 p.m. at Christ Church at Grove Farm. An hour of music, prayer, and exhortation as we call on God to move in our hearts and heal our land. Free and open to the public, come join us for this special one-hour kickoff celebration to mark the official start of the Pittsburgh Prayer Conference. Details at wordfm.com slash prayer. Okay, we're talking food during this 5 o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. Katha saw this article in the Wall Street Journal. No, it was in the New Yorker. Oh, the New Yorker. Yeah, and it was written by Charlotte Mendelson, and oh, yeah. she's talking about the five desert island foodstuffs. And she says, these are the dishes you can't live without. If you could eat only these five items, which would you choose? She also said, this exercise reveals everything you want to know about a person. Hmm. Are you sufficiently interested in food to give this exercise your time? Do you have the attention to imagination that the subject requires? Then she goes on to say, if you don't, please find your own desert island. Mine's full. Okay, please. So are we on the air? Yeah, because listen, we open the phone lines all the time for all these great issues that we want to get people's opinion on. Our phone lines are jammed every single time. This time we were talking about something fun. We, we had one caller, had which one was an excellent call. call. It was. Thank you, Robin, for yeah, bringing well, up ham salad. Where are all the rest of you people? Yeah, I mean, don't be shy about it. It's a Friday. This. We're supposed to be enjoying ourselves. 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. If you were stuck on a desert island, had five things that you would eat forever, mm-hmm, only what would those five things be? I've had a horrible time getting to five. Really? I've been stuck at six. Okay, now- because you have really invested so much emotional energy into this, I think we need to leave you for last okay. and go right to Mike. Okay, it sounds good. All right? All right. Mike, give me five. Okay, all right. Um, I like lime Tostitos. Give me that. <laughs> I'll take, I'll, I can eat a bag of that in five minutes. I'm serious. With the hint of lime? Yeah, yeah. The bag still... of Tostitos? Oh, it's the no, hint the, of lime. No, that's awesome. Hint of lime bag Tostitos. Okay, yeah. they are, they're very good. Really? Very good. But forever? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, listen, listen. This is my desert island. All right, sorry. Yeah. Back yeah, yeah. off. Right. Okay. All right? Okay. Second. Honey roasted nuts. Right. Oh. Got to have some honey roasted nuts. I love those. <laughs> I like Reese's peanut butter cups. Wait. 
Yeah. Do not tell me there's a beer ball in this mix because it sounds like it's coming. <laughs> well, it, it okay. Might, just wait. Holy okay. smokes. All right. Robin, she influenced this. Uh-oh. Because it, it, I, I did have on my list Munster cheese, but it's changed to mashed potatoes. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Mashed potatoes and ham. I mean, because who doesn't uh, like lime Doritos and mashed potatoes? <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> and final thing? Yeah. yeah. Jack Link's teriyaki beef jerky. Oh, oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> Wait, that's his protein. That's what we that's had yesterday. Protein. Yeah. I will say that was a delicious beef okay. jerky. Thank you. What would your body shape be like? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, read your five again, please, Mike. Lime Tostitos, yeah. honey roasted nuts, yeah. Reese peanut butter cups, <laughs> mashed potatoes with ham gravy, and Jack Link's beef jerky teriyaki stuff. Okay, that sounds like a drunken dorm party. <laughs> Seriously, it does. I, I, there's just no way around it. I came, up, I came up with that in literally a minute. Yeah. Okay. 800-320-8255. We want to hear about your five desert island food stuff. Okay, let's Good go to the phones. Yeah, hey, uh, who's this, please? Thanks for being game and uh, playing along. Nancy. Hey, Nancy, you got five? Yes, I do. Okay, Nance, right we're ready. Spaghetti mm-hmm. with the sauce and meat and everything. All yeah, right, yeah, sure. That's good. Mm-hmm. Grilled salmon. Oh, yeah. Okay. Love it. Uh, vegetable medley that's with the cauliflower, broccoli, carrot mm-hmm. thing. I like oh, like that. Now, now she's getting multiple vegetables. That's in okay. There, right? No, it's no, okay. No, 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 right? I, 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 well, I, it's a medley. I mean, it's my food. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. I mean, uh, she's getting mad at me already. That's good. All right. <laughs> Dressing. <laughs> Wait a minute. She's picking her dressing? Nice. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if I'm going to be stuck on a, a desert island, I want it the way I want of it. Of course you do. It's a long time. Sure. And and a good, juicy hamburger with a butter-grilled bun. Nice. She is nice. specific. That is good stuff. Yes. That's good eating. Uh, now, again, I, I'm really hungry at 528. That is, okay, so you went with spaghetti salmon, a vegetable medley, salad with dressing, and a burger with a butter-grilled bun. I dig it. That's yeah. really good. All right. I like that island. Long live eternity on that island. <laughs> Nance, we're loving you today. <laughs> Love it very much. Thanks an awful lot. Okay. Uh, 800-320-8255. How about uh, we go back to the phones and we put yours in reserve That's there, fine. Kath. Okay. Uh, Susan, thanks for being with us today on the show. Do you have five foods for your desert island? Yes, I do. Okay. We're ready. You go right ahead. My five foods would be a pepperoni pizza. Mm-hmm. Wait, I need to interrupt um, you. I need to interrupt you. Will that be a deep dish pizza in honor of National Deep Dish Pizza Day? I could do a deep dish pizza. I also like a thin crust coal-fired pizza. I would be good with either. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. I don't want to intrude on your desert island. No, Please no, continue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, next would be black grapes. Black, oh, Wait. yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, they are black grapes. Those are flavorful. Those are the ones with the seeds, right? Um, you can get them seedless. Uh-huh. I like green grapes. They, some do have seeds, but you can get them seedless. Mm-hmm. Okay, nobody Black asked grapes. you what you would like, John. <laughs> yeah. Then I would go with some dark chocolate. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice, Susan. And I would also choose any kind of soup. Soup? Soup? Any kind. Soup, soup, any kind. Nice. Broccoli, cheddar, vegetable, any kind of soup. Oh, and my last item would be Swiss cheese. Swiss cheese. Oh, I love that. Swiss okay. cheese or mm. Gouda or Gouda cheese. Either Swiss, or. But see, what's what I'm. Our last two callers have had no dessert. No. When you've only got dark five. Chocolate. Well, oh, she did. Oh, that's dark right. Chocolate. Sorry, you're right. That is yeah. certainly dark an excellent dessert. Okay. okay, I like it. Recap. Okay, that. pepperoni pizza, black grapes, dark chocolate, uh-huh. soup. Mm-hmm. 
and Swiss yep. cheese or Gouda if there's a problem with the delivery. Very nice. Swiss. Now, yeah. what what I like about yeah. that soup is, like, wouldn't that be cool? Like, every day you open up a, like a little terrine and there's cream of broccoli one day or vegetable. Right. A or, different type of soup. I like that. Yeah. Uh, we're bending the, the, the rules. The island's getting a little more magical the more we talk about it's it. It's okay. Okay. It's all imagination. Susan, thanks enough a lot. That's an excellent list as well. 800-320-8255. If you're stuck on a desert island and you only had five things to eat mm-hmm. every day forever, what would those five things be? 800-320-8255. Let's go back and get uh, more food stuff. Linda, you're live with us. What uh, What are your five Hello. food things? Hello. Um. If I was on a desert island, the five foods I would have to have, um, you have to have peanut butter. Mm. Oh, right. Peanut butter, chunky, uh, smooth, doesn't matter. Um, Okay. um, Definitely salt and vinegar potato chips. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Um, Now... uh, like the previous caller, I would like a Swiss or Gouda cheese, anything with melted cheese. Mm-hmm. And um, because I'm from New York, it would have to be a real good New York pizza. Oh, okay. Um, so none of this deep dish stuff from Chicago we're talking about? Yeah, it's okay. But okay. there's nothing like Italian Village in New York. Okay. Um, so it would have to be New York pizza, the peanut butter, the chips, um, cheese, and a coconut. Coconut, like a Mounds bar, or <gasps> coconut creamer in my coffee. Yeah, that's coffee, good. Mm-hmm. When I do my coffee talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, nuts. Like Mike said, I love nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, cashews or anything like that. So that would probably, I'm a very snack kind of person. So those would be my five foods mm-hmm. on, a, on an island. I like it a lot. All right, so Linda says peanut butter, salt and vinegar chips, melty cheese, New York pizza, in a mounds bar. Nice. Coconut. Maybe, <laughs> That's you know, not bad, Linda. That maybe, is not very bad. Very nice. Very nice. Maybe she, maybe Linda would transition from coconut, like a, a mounds bar, to a coconut cream pie. I mean, I could eat that for a while. Oh, my god. Right? Gosh. Every day. 800-320-8255. Want to take another call? Yeah. You wanna, when are you going to give your list? Um, I'm, uh, when we come back from break. Okay. All right. Uh, hey, Dan. Thanks for being with uh, Kath and myself today. New Mike uh, on the show. Uh, what do you got for five? Oh, hi, guys. Hey. Hi, Dan. Um, I'd like to say that Pittsburgh praise, first-time caller, long-time listener. Oh, wonderful. Welcome. All right. So I wanted to deviate from the, the rules of the list. Uh-oh. And, and I have a little bit of a chef background, professional. Um, and I wanted to get a, a pregnant goat on the, lo- on the island. Whoa. Why? Okay. A, pre- a pregnant goat. What, what, would, that, what would that provide for you? We're not doing sacrifices. Right, so it'll provide meat, uh, you know, with the offspring. I don't... And, and milk, and maybe some cheese, you know, as oh, a derivative. Some goat cheese. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just a, that's my first one, goat. Pregnant, wait, wait. Right, pregnant goat is number one. Okay. That is, yeah. that is <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Now, Dan, wait a second. We talked about this, Kath and I did a little earlier today. I've eaten goat, and I found, yeah. it, uh, found it sort of uh, harsh and stringy and a little distasteful. Uh, wh- right. What's your take on goat? Well, it's not bad. I, I think of um, lamb when I eat goat. Really? Because I love yeah, lamb. I almost... I almost changed to lamb, but I'm just I'm not knowledgeable if they if they give milk or not. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's always goat milk that you hear about. Right, sure, right. You don't hear Didn't about have lamb time milk. Time to research everything. No, of course. I mean, this, you, you have to go to the desert island fast. I mean, the clock's ticking. Let's go. Right, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you're on the desert island. Yeah. All right. So number two is chicken, and I'll get meat from that and eggs. Okay. 
Oh, All right. okay. I see. And, okay, my third item would be wheat. Wheat? It would naturally grow on the desert island. Well, you got like a whole industry going on this <laughs> island, He's chef. Leave him alone. And that, I can get wheat berries from that, and I could cook that in a pot that I would probably make on the island from, uh, from I don't know, hopefully there would be clay on there. And then uh, I would probably get yeast from the wheat and bread. Nice. No, I mean this guy, Dan. You got it going on. I, I don't, Hopefully, I didn't overthink this. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I mean, yes, of course, you totally overthought it. You but thought I, about it in your way. You know, I love the whole thing. Okay, so you're bringing actual livestock is what's happened here. So Dan yeah. has chosen a pregnant goat. <laughs> Can't even say it. <laughs> Wait a second now. <laughs> Again, no animal sacrifices right. on the a island. A pregnant goat, no. a chicken, mm-hmm. wheat. Third one, yep. My fourth one would be coconut. Oh, oh, and coconut grow on the right. island. Okay, and I would get you know coconut flesh, young and mature coconut flesh. Mm-hmm. Right. I would get that oil from the coconut juice, obviously. Yeah. And I could make coconut vinegar. All right. So okay. I mean, is it too early to say Dan's just won the desert <laughs> island? No, no, food no, no, stuff? no. That, but, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to possibly compete with pregnant goat he's as pretty number one choice. Very All right. Industrious Thank you, Dan. Please very, call again. Very nice. Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. Can we take one more phone call? Then we'll take a break. And then we'll take a break. Okay. Uh, this is Rich. Hey, Rich, you're with us today. What are your five things? Hey, how you doing? Good. How hey, you doing? Tim? I think the first thing I would take or have is crystal clear, clean water. Mm. Because if I got to dig a well, there's going to be a problem. <laughs> okay. Sure. So clean, clear, cool water. Nice. Anyway, and then a slinger, you get one every day, right? Oh, a slinger is something made by O.T. Hodges Chili in St. Louis. And it's it, what it is is two cheeseburger patties with two eggs made any way you want. Smothered with home fries and then chili. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Who makes this? Yeah. Maybe for breakfast. You know? Anyway. Rich, wait, who makes this? Then, wait, wait, who makes this? O.T. Hodge's Chili. Really? In, in St. Louis, Missouri. All right. I don't know if they have any around here or not. Okay. No, I've never heard of it. Okay. But uh, they probably deliver on the island. Sure they do. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. And um, then a nice salad with just simple... Um, oil and vinegar. There you go. Okay, sure. So I'm eating greens. He's All got right. a salad. He's got salad. And then, let's see. Hmm. You got two more. You got two more, Rich. White Castles. White Amber. Castle burgers. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, several of those. <laughs> sure, several, of course. <laughs> and <laughs> Any dessert <laughs> items? Um, You know, just... A plain chocolate bar would you? Just okay. a Hershey bar. Oh, Hershey All right, so good. Rich says crystal clear, clean, cool water. Yeah, we'll take that. a lot that. of adjectives there. Uh, he's uh, His two-burger eggs home fried chili combo mm-hmm. from O.T. Uh, Hodges Chili in St. Louis. His salad, his White Castle burger, and his plain Hershey bar. Excellent. Very nice, Rich. Okay, uh, we need to t- uh, just uh, step away for a few minutes. So we're talking about food. If you were on a desert island forever. Yep. And there were five things, just yep. five things you were going to eat. Mm-hmm. Now, now, some people have been industrious here. I mean, people have been piling on a little bit. But I'm going pretty straight ahead. Me too. My, my five things are hard, crusty bread, uh, just salad greens, a filet mignon, some olives, and a chocolate chip cookie. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can do that every day and be happy about it. Mike, give, recap all your five. Lime Tostitos, <laughs> Honey Roasted Nuts, <laughs> Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, 
with a side of mashed potatoes and some Jack Link's teriyaki beef jerky. Okay, there, right there is a generation gap is, is what's going on there. We'll, we'll step away for a minute, but your phone calls are welcome. 800-320-8255. You're stuck in a desert island. What's to eat? Let's find out. First Mortgages. Impact Mortgage Group, DBA Cash Call Mortgage. 19500 Jamboree Road, Irvine, California, 92612. NMLS 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Okay, here's the deal. You're a freelancer, a hired hand, a self-made, self-owned business of one. Whether you're a contractor, creative director, or consultant, you're the boss. And that makes things easy. Unless, of course, you're trying to get a mortgage. When it comes to qualifying for a cash-out refi, Gig economy workers come with more obstacles, more complexities, and more stress, right? Wrong. Dial 800-815-0745, and one of our cash-out mortgage specialists will help you qualify for the lowest interest loan possible, regardless of your source of income. It's the easiest call you'll make all day. Dial 800-815-0745. That's 800-815-0745. Make the cash call today. That's 800-815-0745. Critics are raving about the best of enemies. Taraji P. Henson and Sam Rockwell give magnificent performances. You don't get my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. The Christian Post calls it a perfect portrayal of how love can break through all barriers. Same. God made you, made me. That serves as a masterful representation of healing and hope. Don't you forget it. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing in theaters. Most clubs you join require an initiation fee or a club membership. But not the Word FM Discount Shopping Club. No, in our club, you save as much as half. That's right, 50% on gift certificates and items from local restaurants, health services, and much more. All from the comfort of your computer or smartphone. Log on now to wordfm.com. Dot com slash shopping and I'll see you at the club. Thank you. I got a call this morning from uh, my oldest daughter who's a student at Grove City College and she had gotten sick during the night, very, very sick during the night. And um, she said, you know, I think I got to get over to student health. Um, I'm just so sick. I don't know if I can make it on my own. Anyway, so a friend of hers, you know, I felt you know, as helpless as you can imagine feeling a moment like that since I was here and she was there. But uh, she had a friend help her over to uh, student health. And um, and here's the thing. She ended up uh, being in student health for a while. They assessed her well, and then they sent her to the ER, and she got the treatment she needed, and uh, she's at home now, and so we're good, and she's recovering. Um, it's just a virus. But uh, I can say that there was a moment – more than that. There were several moments in there where you have to say to yourself, okay, so that's my kid and they're in college and they're, you know, growing up and, you know, they can care for themselves and all of that. But you're still the parent and you have to have a certain level of trust and confidence in the school that they attend. You just do. And uh, so wherever you decide to send your kid, uh, whenever you decide, whenever it's time for your kid to go away, all I can tell you is think about your kid being really sick, being um, on their own and having to be in a place where the people are going to have them 
decide whether to go to an emergency room or not. I'm telling you, you want a kind of place that has shown you over time that they care about your kid as an individual, that they look at your child not just as a number, but as a person, and that they're actually committed not just to them as a as a student or as an academician, but actually as a child of God. That's how I felt this morning when my kid was sick. I thought, okay, so I'm, I'm going to pray about this. And I'm really grateful that she's at Grove City College because I know she's with a bunch of people who value her as a person. If you want more information about this school, I would recommend it. Find them online, gcc.edu. A spotty shower for this evening, otherwise mostly cloudy tonight, the low 43. Tomorrow becoming pleasant and warmer, with clouds giving way to some sunshine, high 65. Partly cloudy tomorrow night, low 46. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sunshine, warm with a passing shower in the afternoon, high 73. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. Hey, thanks for being with us. The uh, Friday Ride Home. We're sort of being a little ridiculous here. but Wait, It's a Friday. Yeah, something light and frothy here. So um, five things. If you were stuck on a desert island, you know, what, what's the, the uh, Tom Hanks film? Where, uh, you know, Castaway. Yeah, that, I like that film. Never saw it. Oh, it's a good movie. But, you know, you're not Tom Hanks because, boy, do you think about He had your, a hard time. Your hair and your toenails. No, and no, yes. listen, we're having <laughs> a good time on this that desert is not island. Good, yeah. This is based on Charlotte Mendelssohn's article in The New Yorker called My Five Desert Island Foods, A Culinary Thought Experiment. Mm-hmm. And so we've been asking you to experiment as well. Right. Okay. So people have chimed in, 800-320-8255. You're stuck on this island forever. Mm-hmm. What are those five things that just magically somehow appear yeah. every day? But mm-hmm. it has to be five things. Right. It has to be five things and five things only. So give okay. us a call at 800-320-8255. We've got, we've got callers lined up here. You want to go to the phones? You want to give us yours? I feel like it's time. Okay. Five. Because mm-hmm. I know you've taken you've, – you've thought about I've this. I've gone for, back and forth so many times it's made me physically sick. Okay. Give us, give us your five. Number one, mm-hmm. eggs. Eggs, like just a regular egg. E- regular eggs, because here's the thing: they can. Bec- I can do a dip egg. It's like your other. I could do a scrambled egg. I could do a hard boiled egg. Yeah. I could do a souffle. I could do it. I I feel like I need my eggs. Okay. I have eggs just about it's every a day. Standard eggs. Okay. Number two. Bib lettuce with gorgonzola cheese. Was it two? No, it's one. No, that's two. No, no, it's one. Wait a second. I had a salad. I had to have salad greens. That's fine. But you just weren't thinking ahead. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not going to have lettuce like just, I'm going to have lettuce with gorgonzola cheese. It's going to be paired up. It's going to be a thing. Look. Okay, that's fine. Now listen, Rich had his two, his burger thing with eggs, home fries, and chili on it. Right, so. it was all one thing. Okay, so right. you're having bib lettuce, lettuce and le- gorgonzola cheese. Don't you love, oh, of course, I'm, I'm asking you, you've just said it. Number three, mm-hmm. blueberries. Oh, I love a blueberry. It can be a dessert. Mm-hmm. You can throw it on the salad with the lettuce and the gorgonzola. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, you Put could, that on your salad. I could mash it. You know, I could do it. Yeah. Anyway, okay. number four, mm-hmm. sweet potatoes. Oh, yeah. Really? Mm. That's just okay. Mm. Now, the, now, the sweet potatoes with the brown sugar on top? Well, I, I mean, no, I don't, no, no, I don't know if I'm allowed have... condiments, but oh, okay, I mean, sorry. for sure, yes. Well, if I guess I... you are. We don't want to be, I mean, who wants you to be want like to legalistic be ha- and you, restrictive? You want me to be happy, don't you? Of course I do. Yes, with brown sugar. Brown sugar. Yeah, that's what I'm talking Is there about. butter? Of course. I mean, butter's a given. It's, I mean, on, a, it's on every desert island. You're on a desert yeah. island. Well, you're not going with your crusty bread without butter, are you? No, no. Give me that. A big tub of it. Number five. Popcorn. Oh, yes. 
popcorn. Listen. Popcorn. It, it had to be put in there. Mm-hmm. It had Thank to be you. put in there. I, it had to be. I eat popcorn every week. I know, so do I. Yeah. Every I, Sunday. I love popcorn so, so I. much. I love it so much. See, don't you want to come to my island? I'd be happy to. I thought you would. Maybe there'd be like, you know, a, you know, like the Philippines. The Philippines has like 6,000 islands. Right. 6,000 islands. So everyone's got their own island. And maybe you could like swim over just mm-hmm. for like a sort of meal. Right. Right. And, you know, the imaginary gods. I, mean, I don't would know not if we want to go to Mike's island. No, hey, no, no, I, no, no. My island is a party. <laughs> Who do- yeah, Mike does have the party island. Who doesn't want a lime hint of tostitos, lime? Lime cups. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jack Link's teriyaki. See, we have to go to Mike's Beef because jerky. after about a year, he'll be so obese, he'll like sink like a rock. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going anywhere. All of a sudden, oh, it's man. risky business. It is. Okay. That's a good list. Very yeah, nice. thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Want to go back to the phones? Yeah, I do. 800-320-8255. Amanda, how you doing today? Happy Friday. Hi. I'm good. Thanks. I- nope. Amanda? Oh, you oh sorry. Oh, yeah, no, please. Um, well, I have my son's Thrace in Athens, and they figured out what they'd like. Okay, we're ready. Island, so. Okay. Okay, Thrace, go ahead. I would like broccoli. Nice. Oh. Ra- raspberries. Mm, good. Fries. D- d- Dutch apple pie. Okay. Oh, nice. And chocolate. Chocolate chip cookie. Is that four? Wow. Now, wait, hold on. I missed one. Okay, so broccoli, raspberries. What'd you say after raspberries? Dutch apple pie? Fries. Oh, fries. Oh. Oh, of course. Who doesn't like a fry? And chocolate chip cookies. Very nice. Okay, oh. that's. Recap those for us. Okay. Bro- broccoli, raspberries, fries, mm-hmm. Dutch apple pie. Chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> very, very, very good. Okay. From a child's perspective. Thank right? you. Amanda, the, Amanda, are those, your, are those your boys? That was three. He's seven. Athens is four, and he has a similar one. Oh, wait. Okay. We went here from Athens. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here he is. Go ahead. Okay. Broccoli. Mm-hmm. Are you right? Ham. 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 Chocolate chip cookie. Nice. Dutch apple pie. Mm-hmm. Pizza. Pizza. That's it. That's <laughs> All right. Athens, age four. Broccoli. Ham. I'm glad he's going for the nutritious oh, yeah. thing. You're right. Chocolate chip cookies, Dutch apple pie, and what was the last one? I can't read my handwriting. Dutch apple pie. Pizza. Oh, oh pizza. Right. Nice. Got Excellent. it. It's okay. a good island. Pizza. Thank- all right. <laughs> All right. Very nice. Thanks, Amanda. Those are good boys Thanks of yours. Thanks, boys. I like Excellent those. Excellent taste. 800 I don't remember the name of the boy who was there first. I feel badly. But thank you. Thank you, both of you boys. Okay. Uh, let's go back and speak with uh, Aaron. You're live on the air today. Uh, what are your five, please? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Uh, so my five, number one, has got to be bacon. Oh, bacon. Boy, no one has yet mentioned bacon. That's a good one. That is. Shocked. Mm-hmm. Bacon. And I'm disappointed, actually. It, just, it makes everything better. Yeah. So everything from all the other lists, you just add bacon. Right. Have sure. you been to bacon uh, in uh, in uh, Carnegie? I have not. Listen, stop whatever you're doing, Aaron, and make yourself an, a reservation at bacon in Carnegie. Yeah. It's really excellent. Yeah. All right. Mental <laughs> note is taken. Okay. okay, Aaron, keep going. Number two, Memphis-style smoked baby back ribs. Oh, oh. man. You're not kidding All day around. long. All day long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll, they'll make your tongue slap your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Yes. Sweet potato casserole. It's a little bit different from you, Cat. Yeah. Sweet well, potato casserole. 
Now I wish that yeah, I would have thought more about Aaron's it. Aaron's stepping it up here. Okay. Number four, mangoes. Oh, mangoes. I thought about mangoes. And they would grow well oh, on this island, wouldn't they? Don't you love a mango? Aren't, aren't they fine? No question. Oh, yeah. No question. Mm-hmm. And, and, and finally, i got to have dessert. It's going to be black forest cake. <gasps> is that an underrated cake? Mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah, because you got your chocolate in there. I wish it wasn't seasonal. Yeah, right. Right. That's an excellent list, Aaron. That's okay, a Aaron, really wait, high mark. Uh, let's recap. Uh, Aaron says bacon, mm-hmm. Memphis-style s- smoked baby back ribs. Nice. Good golly. Sweet potato casserole, mm-hmm. mangoes. Black Forest cake. Excellent. Very good choice. That's a good island to visit, Aaron. Thanks so much. We need to step away for just a minute. That's a good one. The five things you're going to take on a desert island to eat forever, what would they be? 800-320-8255. As parents, you're dedicated to seeing your kids live out God's call for their lives, to enter adulthood with discernment, integrity, biblical values, and the ability to thrive in work that's meaningful, to not only make wise and faithful decisions, but defend them as well. At Cornerstone Prep in West Mifflin, pre-K through 12th grade students thrive in an environment that fosters biblical discipleship and authentic education. Cornerstone Prep, ready for life at cornerstoneprep.net. It's where the Sahara meets the Nile, and the Mediterranean Sea. Only here exist the perfect conditions for growing the finest cotton in the world. I'm John Hall. Nowhere else can you find cotton so luxuriously soft and light, yet super strong and able to hold deep, vibrant colors, wash after wash. It's this very cotton Mike Lindell has used to create my pillows, Giza Dreams bedsheets. Try them once, and you'll never want to sleep on anything else again. And right now, get a special 30% off MyPillow Dream Sheets with free shipping. Use promo code WORD when you call 800-391-0954 or place your order at MyPillow.com. 60-day money-back guarantee if you're not completely satisfied. Call 800-391-0954 or visit MyPillow.com and be sure to use promo code WORD for 30% off plus free shipping. Sweet dreams from MyPillow. Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is getting you customers and which is a waste of your dollars? Contact us at Salem Surround. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports, and instantly move your advertising to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Salem Surround. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Okay, our time is up against the clock it here. It really so is. Short. So many people want to talk about their five desert island food stuff. Yeah. Uh, Terry's been hanging in there for a long time. Hey, Terry, uh, you got a few minutes. Give us your best five, okay? Um, hi. I'd like to say I really enjoy your show, and God bless your daughter, Kathy. Thank you, Terry. Nice. Um, you're welcome. My five are um, chicken of any kind, preferably orange glaze, mm. oh. little red potatoes with parsley and butter, Nice. red lobster cheddar bay biscuits. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop. Wait. What, what, what was number three? The red lobster... What? The Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Oh, my gosh. They are delicious. They are so good. Oh, my gosh. And um, <laughs> peach slushies, because I need to be cool. <laughs> and, <laughs> and a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup for dessert. <laughs> yes. Wow. 
<laughs> That's an eclectic That's list here. Yeah. Yes, okay. Indeed. Recap. Yeah. All right. So we have chicken. Uh, Terry's given us chicken. Uh, red potatoes with butter and parsley. I love those. Uh, so do I. So simple, so good. Uh, red lobster cheddar bay biscuits. Mm. Uh, a peach slushy. Mm-hmm. And a Reese's peanut butter cup. Very nice. Thank you, Terry. That's a great list. That's really good. Are we taking a break again? Oh, because we're against the clock. Yeah, okay, okay sorry. Okay. Right. So stick around. We get more phone calls. 800 320 8255. Five things on the desert island. It runs the gamut here, doesn't it? More than anything, I think it makes us all hungry. Here is your new Pella Lifestyle window when open. Here it is. Closed. The new Pella Lifestyle Series is the number one performing wood window and patio door for sound control, energy efficiency, and value. Keep the outside noise outside. More peace and better rest for your family. Exceptional noise control for a quieter home. For a limited time, get 50% off installation and 12 months no payments, no interest. Call 888-77-PELLA, PellaPittsburgh.com. It's where the Sahara meets the Nile and the Mediterranean Sea. Only here exist the perfect conditions for growing the finest cotton in the world. I'm John Hall. Nowhere else can you find cotton so luxuriously soft and light, yet super strong and able to hold deep, vibrant colors, wash after wash. It's this very cotton Mike Lindell has used to create my pillows, Giza Dreams bedsheets. Try them once, and you'll never want to sleep on anything else again. And right now, get a special 30% off MyPillow Dream Sheets with free shipping. Use promo code WORD when you call 800-391-0954 or place your order at MyPillow.com. 60-day money-back guarantee if you're not completely satisfied. Call 800-391-0954 or visit MyPillow.com and be sure to use promo code WORD for 30% off plus free shipping. Sweet dreams from my pillow. Mothers Against Drunk Driving supports victims of drunk driving, drug driving, and underage drinking at no charge. Call our 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. That's M-A-D-D dot O-R-G. Okay, wait. So our friend... Yeah, Rod Dreher. ...started this. Yeah, well, he didn't start it. He just read the same article right, so in the New Yorker that five. I read. read he's this. got his five. Okay, cold water oysters on the half shell. Yeah. Steak au pois mm-hmm. with frites, French bread, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania apples, yeah. beefsteak tomatoes. No one said tomatoes. No one oh. has said tomatoes. Like a fresh tomato oh in season. Oh, <laughs> That's really excellent. Okay, we, I think we have time for one more phone call. Um, Bridie, you're with us live on the air. How are you, Bridie? I'm good. Good. Okay, five things on that desert island. What would they be? All right, so number one would be... Ice cream, a whole ton of ice cream. Yeah, All right. Yeah. And it doesn't matter about any particular flavor as long as it's ice cream? Vanilla. Oh, oh vanilla. Okay. Nice. French vanilla? Mm-hmm. Okay. Very nice. Next. Number two would be Haribo gummy bears. Oh, right. <laughs> She's even got the brand name because it's really the only <laughs> yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Right. right. Number three would be a chocolate fondue fountain. Oh, my Whoa, goodness what gracious. In the world? This Bridie. is the dessert island. Holy. Heck. Okay. I like it. Four would be mashed potatoes. <laughs> and five is cotton candy. Wow. <laughs> wow. You are the first person who sounds like their island is close to Mike's. That's Very. great. <laughs> That's an excellent list, Thank Bridie. you, Bridie. Thank you so okay, much. So recap, ice, please? Uh, yeah, ice cream, vanilla, most likely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haribo 
gummy bears. Love those. Chocolate fondue fountain, mm-hmm. mashed potatoes, and cotton candy. That is a great island. That sure is. Holy smokes. Yeah, Who's hanging island. out there? Yeah. All right. How about a chocolate fondue? When's the first time? When the first time I saw that, I could not believe that such a thing existed. existed. Like, I know. Who invented that? Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. Yeah. You know what we haven't even touched on is mm. the fact that there is a whole, uh, you have to pick your five beverages. Five beverages. Which we'll have to do it another time. Holy smokes! Five Actually, beverages. I, I mean, think for a lot of people that gets into some dangerous territory. Right. That's that's okay. Right? I mean, danger is part of what we do here. On but the you're on home. a desert island, so I mean, how I, bad can it be? Uh, yeah, you, they could fall and hit your head. Right. Be careful. There's <laughs> yeah, a coconut. It's, it's all sand. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're like you know, climb up a tree. Anyway, hey, thanks for being with us. Mm-hmm. We love having you guys along. Fun show. Part of the ride home. Uh, you can check us out on iTunes. Yeah. Download the, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Find us at johnandkathyshow.com. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.